0: All right, good morning, and welcome to our first week of this Guardians of the Family series, and it's all about fighting uh, the powers that are coming against those you love most. Um, if you're watching online, several people might be watching online through uh, Facebook, and we welcome you guys uh, to that. My name is Frank Bennett, lead pastor here at Lake Point Church. And if you're here in our service, whether you're here or watching online, you can actually take notes on this uh, on this sermon. So if you have our, our church app, and there's some information about how you can uh, download that app. It should be in your worship guide. Um, but if you have that app, you can actually go to uh, the More tab at the bottom right of that, and then you can simply go to um, where it says notes, and then it has guardians of the family series, and all the scripture will be there, and it will also have a couple of the points, that I'm going to make today an opportunity for you to write notes, and of course, you can have your uh, copy of God's word or digital copy of God's word, Uh, or if you're watching online, the the scripture will be there for you, and it will be here on the screen for those who are here uh, in our service today. Guardians of the Family is, is, is a series that God has been working in my, on my heart for um, several, several months, even all in through uh, last year, 2019, and it just seems like that the enemy, our culture, is invading uh, our homes, and it just seems like more than ever that's happening. Now, Suzanne and I, my wife and I, we were talking last night. It's... It's gotta be more difficult now to parent than when our parents were parents. Now, you know, they may disagree, I don't know, but there's, it just seems like there's, uh, the, the, the culture is, is rising up stronger against uh, what's here in, in God's word. And our children are bombarded with lots of things uh, that we have never uh, faced. And they have more access uh, to things that... Um, that we didn't have access to, even just the smartphones alone. And so it, it just seems like we are always trying to guard our families against things that are trying to come in. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it could be tiring. And, and my wife and I, we have six kids, so that you know, guarding against one, you know, times six, it just gets really tiring. And I don't know about you. It, sometimes it feels like that we are alone in this in this universe, in this galaxy, because um, it, it just seems like we are. It's like, it, does everybody else have these issues? And we have found out more and more, especially through our small group, that yes, there's lots of things coming against families that are very similar to the things that we face. And so, if you find yourself uh, trying to guard against the culture and trying to guard against things that are coming after your family, you are not alone in the galaxy. And so, with family, um, and you're guarding that, know that you're not alone. Now, there's all different kind of types of families. You know, there, there, are, there are families that, uh, that have a, a husband and, and, and a wife, there's a, and no kids, there's a there's families that have a um, have a single mom or, or single dad with kids. There are families that they have grandparents that are helping to to raise the kids and have an active role in that, or another family member. And so and there are also people sitting here today, maybe you haven't started your family, you're trying to start your family. Or maybe in a few years when you find that spouse and as you get married, start that family. All everything that we're gonna share in this series is going to speak to you today. Even students here today, middle school and high school students, this series will speak to you because God's Word is universal. The pastors are going to be reading in today, which we're going to be in Joshua chapter 6. If you want to get your copy of God's Word and prepare for that, we're going to be in Joshua chapter 6 and chapter 7. But in that Word, you're going to, uh, doesn't matter what demographic you are, you are going to receive a word from the Lord uh, today. Now, in this uh, Guardians of the Family series, you may have some sort of expectation of what this series uh, is about. You might be expecting ways to uh, get your kids to obey you or you might figure out way, you want ways to guard against a culture coming in. Or maybe you're like, I need to guard against things coming against my marriage uh, or coming against my finances or whatever. And you may have those preconceived ideas. And yes, we will touch on those things. But before we touch on things, on those kinds of things, guarding against the things that are obvious, I want us to talk about something today that may not be on your radar. As my heart... And my spirit was preparing for this series, I really feel like, and I believe on my heart, the Lord wanted us to go here today. I, we need to start somewhere that may not be on your radar here this morning. And so, it, it, it's all about a gentleman named Achan. Achan, we're going to find his story in the book of Joshua, chapter 6 and 7. And so it all centers around the Battle of Jericho. Now, whether you're listening online or in our service today, you, you may know or be familiar with the story of Battle of Jericho, where the, where the Israelites um, went around the, the city several times, and that God said, blow, you know, blow the trumpets, and, and God caused the walls of Jericho to come down. And many people believe that was it, that the walls came tumbling down, and, and, and everybody was killed well, several many people were killed from the walls, but what it, what it really did is it allowed the Israelites to come in and, and annihilate um, the um, the people there inside uh, inside Jericho. And so it was actually Israel's first city uh, to conquer on into the Promised Land. You remember uh, Moses and the parting of the Red Sea. They went to the. Um, Uh, They went over to the new land, sent some spies. Uh, They were afraid, and then uh, God said, all right, you're not ready, so 40 years, you're gonna wander in the desert. They did that. Then they finally came back, a new generation. That generation passed on, a new generation of of young people who are now uh, in their 30s and 40s and maybe 50s, and so they are ready to go and ready uh, to fight, and so the first city was a massive city. It was Jericho, and God proved his power, and God gave specific instructions to Joshua, who was now leading the Israelites as Moses passed on. And so not only were there specific instructions on how to attack this city and to God to show forth his glory, but there were also some instructions that I want to focus on here today that's going to get at the heart of the matter of today's message. And that is found in Joshua chapter 6, verses 18 through 19. So as we open up God's word, we're going to read this, and it says this, but keep away that this is God's instruction to Joshua. But keep away from the devoted things. Everybody say devoted. Okay. Devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you may make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. So what the Lord is saying is this, look, all the gold and silver and those devoted things, uh, I need to have that for my glory. I need to have that for my treasury. Like So in other, in other words, this is the first city that, that you're going to conquer and the first plunder of this great city, you don't get to keep any of that. It goes towards uh, and eventually going towards uh, building the temple uh, many, many, many years later. And so um, uh, the Lord kept that for his glory and for his, um, his temple. But what's, what's very interesting, after this battle and this celebration, God, God did amazing and incredible things in this battle. And after that was over, the next city after Jericho was a, a, a small city with a small name. In fact, it's a name that has two letters in it: A and I. I. And so, when when it was time for this city, this almost this village to be attacked, um, Joshua just sent three thousand soldiers. He said, "Hey, you guys, send spies. Let me know. Let's create a plan, and we've got to take care. we got to take care of this um, of the city." and so in obedience to the Lord. And so they sent some, um, some spies there, went to attack the city. What happened is this city of Ai, uh, 36 soldiers, Israelite soldiers were, were killed in this battle. And in fact, the, the army retreated, 3000 minus 36 retreated this city of Ai, this small city. And went back to where the Israelites were camped. And so this really troubled Joshua so much. In fact, he was, he was on his knees and he was begging to the Lord, Lord, what is the answer? Why did this happen? Why did, I mean, we had this incredible victory of Jericho. And we have this little small town that we're attacking. We're just obeying you and, and this happens. Doesn't it seem like after there's great victories like at Jericho, that you kind of do something else and and it's like, well, that didn't didn't work. Or, man, I'm falling, fell out of my face after this wonderful victory. After great victories, it just kind of seems like things happen. But there is a specific reason why this happened. In fact, God gives Joshua the answer. And we find it in chapter seven, so one uh, chapter over. And we find it in verses seven through 13. And it says this. The Lord said to Joshua, stand up. So Joshua, uh, he was on his knees, on his face before the Lord, crying out for the Lord. And God said, stand up. What are you doing on your face? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I have commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things, They have stolen, they have lied, they have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Verse 13, he gives us more instruction. Go, consecrate the people, Tell them, consecrate yourselves. In other words, make yourselves holy. You know, they did some fasting and, and other things. Make yourself holy in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The, there are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. So at least there was, there was an answer there was an answer, Lord, why did this happen? What well, happened, because somebody in Israel has sinned you need to go find this out. And so what, what they did, Joshua and the elders, they got together and, and they had people um, draw, draw straws. And so uh, through that guidance with the Lord, they started it uh, first by, by clan, And so they they took the, or by tribe, they took the different tribes, the 12 tribes, and they said, all right, a representative, an elder from each tribe, uh, all 12 tribes, you're going to draw a straw. And obviously the short straw, all right, so we know that it's in this tribe, this family. So they went to the uh, different clans of the tribe, and then went to the different families, narrowed it down, uh, again, withdrawn of the straws, and then they finally went from families to one man. And his name was Achan. And so God caused the confession or the the temptation to be exposed from Achan. And we see this in verse 19 of chapter 7. So verse 19 through 21, we read this. Then Joshua said to Achan, my son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and honor him. Tell me what you have done. Do not hide it from me. So here's a confession, verse 20. Achan replied, it is true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. This is what I have done. When I saw in the plunder a beautiful robe from Babylonia, 200 shekels of silver, and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. They are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. And so we have this confession by Achan. He was really, he was really caught. I mean, it, it was, he was gonna be found out. And so, what happened is, Joshua took Achan, his family, took him outside the camp, and killed him. Got rid of him, as to the Lord. You may say, man, that's harsh. That's just what what God commanded them to do at that time. And so, we find out that Achan was the one who caused destruction upon those 36 soldiers who died in this battle of Ai. God was not with Israel as they attacked the the city because of this particular man. Now, let's talk about Achan just for a moment. Achan, as we know, he's a soldier, He's a soldier. He, 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 he's, we don't know exactly how old he is, but we, we, we figure that um, he's probably in, um, in it, maybe in his 30s because he has a family, maybe in his 30s, maybe in his 40s. And so Achan is a soldier, and he, he, he's a valiant soldier. He, he goes in and he, he annihilates um, uh, the people of Jericho just like the other soldiers do. But we also know that Achan is a family man. He's, he's got a wife and kids. I would imagine if I was in, in Achan's shoes in this battle, I would be having pictures, images of the faces of my family in my mind as I am defeating the enemy. Because I don't want the enemy coming in against my family. And so he is using that to empower him to defeat the enemy, just like all the other soldiers had uh, images of of the faces of their children and their wives, and they don't want, they are guarding against the the, the enemy that wants to come in and will, will attack them. And so Achan has this, I'm sure, on his mind as any father, husband, or soldier would. And so you and I, when we're trying to guard against the things that are coming against our family, we want to do it for the benefit of, of our family. Whether you're, our, you're a husband, a father, or, or a, a wife, or a mother, single mom, single dad, it doesn't matter. You're doing everything you can to guard against the enemy that is coming against you. And you're doing it with the eyes and the faces of your kids and your wife there. So what are a couple of things, I wanna I want focus on two things that we could take away from this message. And I'm telling you, everyone can use this message. Whether, these two things, whether you have a family or not, but everyone can use this. Number one. Um, invitation is greater Than an invasion. An invitation is greater than an invasion. You know, Achan didn't want the enemy to invade his home, just like you and I. We don't want, and I'm not talking about just a a person invading your home, I'm talking about our culture, evil coming into our home. But it wasn't who invaded his home that caused the destruction of his family. The enemy never got close to his home. Never got close to his home. It wasn't the enemy that caused the destruction of his family. It was what Achan invited into his home is what caused the destruction of his family. You see, an invitation has more power, power than an invasion. An invitation has more power than and, invasion. Let me, and let me explain why. When there is an invasion of lies, deception, impurities that come into your home. So think about some of the things that try to enter into your home. Impurities, sexual immorality, lies, deception, disobedience. Those kinds of things that come into your home. Your defenses are up ready for battle. Man, we're not going to let this into our home. We're going to guard our family against these things. But your defenses are down when you invite evil into your home. When you are, if, whether you lead the family or you're a member of the family, especially those who lead the family, and if there are men here today who you're our fathers and you're our husbands, let me tell you something. Uh, there, you are in a position where you, you have got to lead your family, and if you're a, a single mom in here, same with you. You're in a situation where you have got to lead your family. It is on you to understand this one thing, An invitation is more powerful than an invasion. An invasion, your defenses are up, you're ready to fight. An invitation, something that you brought in, just like Achan did, your defenses are down. You've invited sin into your home. One reason that your family is liable to destruction could be the secret sins you may have invited into your home and buried it for no one to see. Just like Achan, his family didn't know about it. He buried it in his tent, hidden away. You know, we, as you go back to chapter seven, verse 12, and, and, and this verse right here is really where the key part of this is. It says, that is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs And run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Let's change those words a little bit and fit it to our situation. It will read like this. That is why your home, talking to you, talking to me, that is why your home, your family cannot stand against their enemies. Your family turn their backs and run because your family have been made liable to the destruction. I, God, will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Let me tell you something. The very things you're trying to keep out, if you let them in with an invitation secretly, no one knowing, God's not gonna bless that. God's not gonna honor that. Oh, but I wanna guard my family. I wanna man up. I wanna do everything I can to to guard against those things. That's great. That's awesome. You go for it. There's, There's power in God's Word, there's power in the Holy Spirit. You can walk with Jesus and you can do that. But let me tell you something Achan was a man who obeyed God, he was fighting battles. He, he had a family. He, he was protecting his family, just like you and I. He was a, he was a man, a god man, but he saw something, and he coveted it, and he liked it, and he took it, and he buried it in his home, secretly, where no one else can see. Aiken's like you and I trying to do good with our family, trying to follow the Lord, obeying the Lord, fighting the battles, defending our family. (laughs) It wasn't the outside enemies that was a problem. It wasn't the home invasions that was a problem. It was the things that Achan brought into his home. If you want to guard your family, you got to stop bringing in those secret things in your home when nobody else sees. Because let me tell you something, only God can see those things. Even if only God can see those things, if it's you and God, just like Achan, the Lord knew what Achan brought in. It was Achan and the Lord God Almighty who knew what the problem was. And because of that, it caused destruction for his entire family. You want to keep your family away from destruction? Listen online. You want to keep your family away from destruction? You want to guard your family against the powers of darkness? The best way, the first way, you got to dig up whatever's in your tent, expose it, and consecrate yourselves just like the Lord told Joshua to do. Consecrate yourselves, make yourselves holy, confess that, get rid of it, get it out of your home. And I don't need, I don't need to explain exactly what those things are. I mean, we can go in lots of details. We can go into things you might be looking at or lies you you might be doing or, or even things such as you want your kids to respect you but in the same time, what you're bringing into your house and you're not respecting them, you're not showing them how to respect you because you're not respecting them. Whatever you're bringing into your home is a thing that's causing destruction. Yes, we're going to talk about things that you can guard your family against. Outside forces, yeah, we're going to walk through that over the next few weeks. But guys, ladies, students, especially parents, but students, yeah, you're in here too. The secret things that you're bringing into your home that's against God's word, that are sinful, even though no one knows about it, but you and God, that is the problem. It is. I mean, we see, this is an example. I mean, it's proof. It's truth. You don't want to be like Achan. So again, first of all, an invitation is greater than an invasion. And second of all, here's a second point, and last point. Invitations replace God. Invitations replace God. Invitations to sin. Secret sin you have to bury replace God. It's clear in the passage that our secret sin takes the place of God's presence to guard against evil coming into our our, our home. God said, Joshua, I'm not going to be with you until this is taken care of. Do you not think that God's word is timeless? God's word is living. This is not just written by some old people who are dead and gone now. This is living words of God, and it still guides us. If it's not living and it doesn't guide you, why are you wasting your time reading it? God's word is timeless, and it helps, and it guides us. So this story, what God is telling you, what God is telling me is this. I'm not going to be with you unless those detestable things are gone. Because guess what? Those things have replaced my presence in your life, in your family. Do you feel like as though God is not with you? and your family, then it could be something you've invited into your home. And it could be a small thing. This isn't a big thing. Compared to everything that was in in Jericho, all the gold, all the silver, all the possessions, this is something he could put in a backpack. He probably put it in some sort of sack and just brought it home and carried it and buried it. This Just nothing. It's so small. Hey, even the small things, the small things, the thoughts you're, you're coming into your mind as you're bringing it into your home, the conversations, the words, what's on the TV, what's on your phone, all of those things, what you could be bringing into your home is replacing God and his presence. Now, please understand this. I want you to understand. So Frank, are you telling me that because of the problems that's going on in my family, and listen, we all got problems. You wanna, you wanna see problems? You come to the Bennett house, hang, hang with us for about a week. You're gonna be like, man, they got issues. And you know what? Life's messy. Family's a little messy. Love is a little messy, but let me tell you something. I don't want you to think this, that just because you have issues in your family, that, you, that it has to be because you have secret sin. That's not the only thing. You're, even if you live a, a completely righteous life, let me tell you, Billy Graham had issues with, I mean, some of his sons. I mean, Franklin Graham, one of, one of his sons, straight away from the Lord a little bit. He has a great testimony about that. He came back to the Lord. You know, the enemy will do everything he can to get into your family. That's why you've got to guard against your family. Even someone like Billy, Billy Graham who, who followed the Lord. Now, we don't know what, what secret things he had in his life, obviously. But you would think, Billy Graham, I mean, he's like, you know, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Billy Graham. I mean, it's just like right there. But... I don't want you to think that just because you have issues in your family, it, because some of those issues you may have talked about with your small group, that, man, people are going to think I'm, I'm living in, in secret sin. That's, that's not the only thing. But that's one of the things. And I feel like this week, the first week of this series, we need to make sure there's nothing buried in your tent. We need to make sure that there's nothing buried In your tent you know we will talk about several of those things that come against your family but before we looked at what might be invading your home I wanted us to look at what you have invited into your home you have the invitation you have the invasion invitation invasion invitation is more powerful your defenses are down You've welcomed it into your home. Invasion, you're ready for it. You've got your defenses up. Your gun is locked, ready to go. Whether it's real gun or spiritual gun, whatever it is, it's ready to go. So before we talk about the invasion of this world, culture, impurities, everything, we need to talk about the invitation. The invitation of what you've invited into your home. The things you're trying so desperately to guard from your family could be the very things you have invited into your home. So how do you handle those things? How do you handle those things that that are coming into your home? Well, first of all, that you've invited into your home. First of all, you don't handle them. You don't handle them. How do you know when you're, invited into, evil into your home? How do you know when you're, when you're handling this evil? How do you know when you've invited this into your home? And th- let me tell you something, a powerful statement. Listen carefully. You know you have invited evil. I'm not talking about an in invasion. I'm talking about invitation. You know you have invited evil when you have to hide it. If you're hiding it, you've invited it. If you're hiding it, you've invited it. So, whoa, there's some things I got buried in my tent. Well, it's time to get that shovel. It's time to dig that up. And walk in holiness. Walk in holiness. Now, whether you're listening online or you're first-time guests, maybe you're, maybe you're like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of new to this, church saying, and I don't really know what this is all about. We're not going to go Old Testament on you and take you out back and like burn your, you and your family. That's, I mean, that's, that's not how it works. But listen, God, God will take care of the consequences of sin by himself, trust me. But could it be, I just want you to ask the question, as I have asked the question, and trust me, I've had to ask the question, the things that's coming against your family, the invasion that's constantly coming in, is it because of something I may have invited in and buried? If it is, I need to dig it up, and I need to confess it, and I need to get rid of it. Before we talk about the invasion, we gotta talk about the invitation. Speaking of invitation, as we go into this time of invitation, there needs to be a response. I really feel like that the Lord saying, Frank, you need to say this simple, these simple truths today. Biblical principles. You need to say this today. We need to get it right. So just bear with me for a couple more moments and we're, we're done. Just every head bowed, every eye closed. Just and matter of, of a respect of what the Holy Spirit wants to do in this place. We're not going to have any kind of altar call come up to the front. We're not going to have any kind of thing where you're standing up and say, man, I buried this in my life. Listen, this is between you and the Lord, just like it was between Achan and the Lord. This is between you and God the Father. You need to take stock of what's in your tent. You need to see what you have buried in your spiritual tent. Is there something there that no one else knows. And if you're not sure of that, what is something that you are hiding that you know should not be there? If that's the case, then it's time to confess that. And so I'm just gonna lead you in this. So if you have that just in your mind, in your heart, just say something like this. Say, God the Father, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for hiding this. I confess that to you right now. I want to lead my family. I want to guard my family. But first, I need to take care of this. So I give this to you. Things that's in my life, things that I'm hiding, I give it to you. Please forgive me and help me to walk in holiness to you. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, as we close this time out together, Lord, it's so easy, so simple in this world to to bury things in our tent and to hide them. Lord, I pray, Father, this week you would search our hearts. Lord, help us, Lord, to dig those up, confess those to you, and drop them and get rid of them so that you will return to our family, return to who we need to be. Before we talk about the invasion, Lord, we need to deal with the invitation. Give us strength, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You don't want to miss next week. Next week, we will be going towards the uh, invasion of the things that could be going against that you need to guard against. But let me tell you, we love you. I know this is a speaking truth. It wasn't me, it's a story in God's word. God just told me to to share it with you. If you have issues with that, if you... If you need help, if you need more shovels than what you've got to dig with, listen, you're safe with me. Trust me, I, I, I do it all the time. You're safe with me, we can, we, can, we can help, okay? So if you need some help with this, need some more prayer, need something that you can study in God's word, some more power, let me know. We're here for you, and I'll be right there in the lobby. Awesome, thank you. Thank you.